Welcome to Signs from the Other Side with Fern Rone. I'm your host, Fern Rone, and this is a place to share stories of signs and messages received from the other side. Before we get to our show today, just a quick and friendly reminder that if you would like to hear more stories of signs from the other side, please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to this show. And you can always find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Fern Rone. I love hearing from you, and I love hearing your stories of signs you've received. Thank you so much for listening, and on to the show. Today, I am joined by author and consultant Debbie Krasuski. Debbie is the author of three books, including Precious, Fragile Things, the story of Valerie, who never knew her grandparents, but who develops a close bond with them through signs. Debbie did not set out to be a writer. She started out in corporate America, but left to, as it says on her website, pursue all the dreams I was told I could never achieve. Yes, I love it. Hi, Debbie. (laughs) Hello. How are you? Good. I don't know who told you that you could never achieve these things, but you clearly are. And I'm so happy we connected. Thank you. Yes, me too. We have so much in common just from looking at your website, a love for SJP, a love for Joel Osteen. And I love how you appear to be so kind and faithful and caring. It comes through on your website, but on your Instagram, especially there's always prayer requests for other people. It's really beautiful. But you're also so determined. You say on your website also that you give your best effort at everything you do and make things happen and never give up. I love your determination. And I also love the path that led you to writing. Can you share where you were at that one time in corporate America? I know a lot of people can relate. And you described it in another interview as kind of just hitting a wall at that point. Yeah. So I mean, I was told the dream was to get a big fancy job and make a lot of money. And that's where all the happiness is going to be. And you're climbing at every level you get to, you're like, this is not what I really thought it was. I don't find the happiness. There is more money. I don't find the happiness. I have a better title. I don't find the happiness. And I finally got to be at a C-level position. And I was in this office that was just dreadful. And there was so much anger. But I was there and I was making the dream money and I had the dream title and it was, I was supposed to be so happy. And I'm sitting there feeling like I was in a prison and it was just a horrible experience. And I'm sitting there going, I never really wanted this. This is not what I wanted. Mm -hmm. So the question was, do you go somewhere else? And I kept saying, I've been somewhere else. And how many times are you going to go somewhere else and be miserable? you got to stop this. So we left on good terms and I just decided I was going to do some consulting and there was just all these walls that kept coming up with consulting. So I, I realized that I, it was not the right thing at that moment. So I had an, an office space that I had uh, rented out. I made a wall of all these things that I'm like, I'm going to do that one day. I'm going to do that one day. <laughs> and I just put every single thing, even if it was really sounding dumb, I, I put it on the wall. And I'm like, I'm going to try as much of this as I can. And there's going to be failure and there's going to be success. And God's just going to lead me in the way it needed to lead me. So I made the wall. Writing was nowhere on it. It had <laughs> nothing to do with it. And one day I was sitting, I was with my parents. I was sitting in the back seat. And I just started typing and we were going to visit my uncle. He had just entered into hospice care. And there was a voice that just came to me and said, just start writing. And I was writing and a lot of it I threw away, which was fine. But there was a story there and I didn't know what it was. 
what I kept writing and it evolved into mm-hmm. something that became really special. I mean, it was very, very emotional to me. Anybody that knew me or was with me during that time was like, oh my gosh, are you okay? <laughs> like, what's going <laughs> on? <laughs> yeah. I really, the characters are all fictional, but at the same time, I mean, they're all some sort of relation to mm-hmm. either who you are or people in your life. So it really was very emotional to me. And it, it, it was hard to say goodbye. So I walked away from it and I'm like, I'm not done. And my godmother was helping me with the editing. And she's like, you're not done. I've been trying to tell you that. You've got to keep writing. The story is not over. And so the second mm-hmm. book evolved evolved into that. And I'm really glad how I tied in all the loose ends. And I've gotten some amazingly wonderful feedback from people, especially about death and dying and forgiveness mm-hmm. and, and, you know, how important all of that is. But the signs mm-hmm. and symbols all throughout these two books, they mm-hmm. touch so many people. There's a feather that follows the main character and how many people come and bring me a feather or say like, my grandmother used to tell mm-hmm. me all the time, I'm going to send you a feather. And so, you know, getting all those Aww. signs and symbols is just, yeah, really special and a big part of, of those books. I know, you know, I kind of started in the middle, but if we could go back to the beginning, you were born and raised in Westchester. And I know your godfather was very special to you. And sadly, he passed when you were in fourth grade. Can you describe your childhood and your relationship with him? Yeah, him and my dad were best friends. And, you know, he came over for dinner all the time. Until I, I was older and certain things happened after he passed away, I didn't really realize so many things that was just conditioning, I guess, for him to pass on. You know, he Mm -hmm. would say stuff to me about like my future and just, you know, like, I'm going to help you. I'm going to be there at all these events in your life. And he was, and it's, it just was Mm -hmm. so crazy and special. And actually right before he died, I wrote a story about it in our local um, high school. They do publications ever so often. So I had wrote about it and he had the flu and my mom was like, here's a bag of groceries. you got to go and bring it to him. And I'm like, I'm not going. She's like, what is your problem? Like, go. And I'm like, I'm not going. And I, <laughs> and I knew, I knew in my heart that there was a hesitation for a reason. And I dragged myself to get to his, to his apartment. It took me, it probably took me all of a half an hour to, to walk like 50 steps. And <laughs> I, he answered the door and I threw it at him. And I wouldn't look at him. I wouldn't look at him at all. And he's like, you need to look at me. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not looking at you. Cause I was like ready to ball crying. And he's like, you know, this is, this is it. You know, it." he's like, I promise. He's like, I love you. And I will always be with you. And that was the last time I saw him. And he went to the hospital and a few days later he died. So it was crazy. And I was the first person, I mean, I had been through a lot of people had died, but it was the first person that it was so personal to me, but he, he did. He always came through. He promised me he was going to get me a car when I turned 16 and I got my, he, I had his car. My dad saved it Mm -hmm. for me. Um, Oh, and gave it to you when you were 16, right? Oh yeah. And then I, yeah, it was a piece of crap. So he bought me a new one. <laughs> wow! So indirectly, your your godfather got you a nicer car. <laughs> yeah. See, so he did come through. 
you know, and he, he had the flu. Did they know he was going to pass? Because I mean, I know people, many people died from the yeah. flu, but I, were they expecting him to pass? No, he had a stroke um, right after oh. that. And then I don't oh, really remember goodness. all the details of it. And I kind of just never really, or if I asked, mm-hmm. I kind of goes in one year and out the other. But mm-hmm. honest, to be honest, I um, just my own, my own speculation on it. I, I think it was his choice. I think, you know, he could have mm-hmm. lived. And I think there was mm-hmm. a choice there and a moment. And I think he chose to not. And I, you know, like, I don't know. <laughs> it's just my own yeah, yeah. speculation mm-hmm. on, on the whole thing and, and just some sort of connection that I feel about him. But, um, yeah. And so you yeah. were, how old were you? You were about probably nine or 10. I was in fourth grade and I don't, yeah. I guess, I guess about yeah. that. And right? so, yeah. and that's, that's very young to have that feeling of knowing that this is, the, you knew in your heart and your mind that this was the last time you were going to see him yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and you had feelings like that before you say that I've heard in another interview and I couldn't um completely nail it down do you remember being born or baptized or both so yeah the beginning of precious and fragile things is is one of these things in my life that people are always like that didn't happen and I'm like it happened (laughs) I remember I remember being born and I remember a memories and my parents told me it's from my baptism of, hmm. I could tell you, I was like, this is where this person was standing and this person was here and you guys were singing and then you had me held up in the air and, you know, I was going from person to person and I'm standing there going, Oh my God, who are these people? Why am I, why can't I talk? Why can't I see myself? Why can't yes. I, why am I this tiny thing? And I'm like, no way. I am not doing this again. Because I literally felt like I was sitting there with a cigarette and a martini and going, what? <laughs> and like cursing out and going, what is going on? Oh my, you know, just like. Anyone who reads like, Precious and Fragile Things will appreciate this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I seriously, it, it happened. And they're like, maybe you hmm. saw a picture. And I'm like, how, where are these pictures? And there are no pictures. Mm. Right. And yeah. So they're like, yeah, that really happened. So. I mean, I remember having conversations with somebody going, okay, yeah, I'm not doing this. So you can take me back to where I was because I was in a life and <laughs> they're like, okay, yeah, that's great. What exactly is it that you remember? And I'm like, uh, I don't like I do, but I don't. And I couldn't, I had all these visions and, and things in my head, but they were disappearing. And it was like, so you right, were, just, so you remember being born like in the hospital like you remember like in I the book I just remember like, the awakening kind of all... I, I yeah those were like sort of two separate things but I remember yeah. being being in a life and you know having fun and, and have being being at some sort of formal and there was all this stuff going on and then all of a sudden it was just darkness and I was hmm. in this darkness for a long time and then all of a sudden I felt like this you know like when you come up from the water you know, you hear mm-hmm. that sound, like that tunnel sound, and that's what it felt like. And all of a sudden, I'm like, okay, why can't I, like, really see anything, and what's wrong? And then I just kind of closed my eyes again, and I, I remember just being like, I'm so confused. Am I, was I in an accident? Did something happen? And I'm like, just close your eyes and relax. And then all of a sudden, I was like, wait a second, what's going on? I'm not doing this. 
And then in my first real memory is after I had done the acceptance of being like, okay, God, like I'm going to stay and I'm going to do this. It's going to be really, I'm really tired, but I'm going to do it. (laughs) And then my first memory of like being alive was my baptism, my party after my baptism. So Wow. Yeah, I mean, and you remember yeah. being held up and the singing. It's funny because I have, I mean, I feel like everyone from our generation has pictures of their baptism, but I feel like they're kind of like, like a picture at home or in front of the house, but nobody has like, like what we do today on Facebook with a thousand pictures inside the church. <laughs> like I, I didn't ever saw pictures like that of certainly not of my own baptism and not of anyone, I think from years ago. So I, it, it's coming from somewhere. I, I of course, 100% believe you. And I don't think that you're that, you could have made this up from a photo. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't remember ever seeing a, a photo. I still to this yeah. day don't even know that I've seen a photo. Yeah. Were your par- when you realized this, or I mean, when you expressed this to your parents, were they scared? Were they, how did they react? I mean, when I was younger, I think it was sort of like, yeah, okay, whatever. You know, like, what are you talking about? But when I became older and I was persistent in it, they're like, well, let's think about it. I mean, because it's my memory. They don't, it's not necessarily something they remember, like, so detailed, you know, mm-hmm, much right. later right. in life. So it's like, wait a second. My, my aunt is big with, I know exactly what everybody was wearing. So I could do the verification on that. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, you nice. were wearing a green dress and you were wearing a blue dress with white flowers and you were wearing this and your hair was up and you had these earrings on and all this detailed oh, wow. stuff. And she was like, yeah, nope, that's definitely a baptism for sure. It's interesting, you know, like believing in signs being a practicing Catholic, are there people who you've met who are resistant to it? Uh, it's, that's a good question. So actually a gentleman in one of my, in my prayer group, um, I was showing him a picture that I took of the sky. Just one day I was like, I have to take a picture. I don't know why. And my friend was with me and she's like, I was like, I feel something. Do you feel something? She's like, yeah, I do. And I looked, looked at this picture and I saw visions. I saw, there's many hearts in there. There's, I saw a vision of Mary and she saw it too. And I, I'm like, and I have a bunch of those where it's like, do you see all these signs and symbols? And he's like, you mm-hmm. can look at anything in the cloud. <laughs> no. Anything can be in the cloud. Yeah. But then through, through time and through like continuing to talk about all these things that happened to me, he's like, yeah, okay. Now I'm starting to see it. Yeah, I get it. Okay. You know, yeah. so. That first thing was just an initial, like, oh, come on, you know, but (laughs) he didn't, you know, he didn't really look at it that much. It was just funny, you know, it it was really funny at that time. But now so many people come to me and really can't wait to show me, oh my gosh, I saw a heart too. Oh my gosh, I just got a penny or a feather. I saw a cardinal and I know it's my, my husband or my brother or my sister. So Mm -hmm. it's exciting. And I think it's fun and I'm actually developing an app right now where it is all about signs and symbols and how to get people to connect to each other through a sign and symbol. So it'll oh, be, I love it. Yeah, it's oh. going to be kind of like a, I, I call, I don't know what else to call it, but kind of like the Pokemon game, sort of, so to say, <laughs> <laughs> you know, where it's like longitude, latitude and sort of, hey, I need a hug or I need a sign and just be like, go and find it, you know, based on where you are, by where people have tagged something and 
be able to leave a prayer, give a prayer. And so, uh, yeah, I'm in the. Oh, that's beautiful. Oh, I love it. Up. I can't wait. I think it would be like a fun family game or, you know, just yeah. for people that really every day need something and are not seeing it. And it sometimes is just really letting go and just asking, you know, so-and-so, I really need you. Can you come and visit yes. me, please? And it may not be that minute or that time, but they're there. It's incredible. Exactly. And sometimes yeah. you will ask for one person and another person will come through. Yes. <laughs> yes. Which is great. Yeah. How did the sign start with your godfather? Well, you know, so I, I didn't really uh, finish saying all the things he came through. So actually, what I, what I didn't realize is I had another uncle that they were all very close. And he really took over from my godfather. And he wasn't religious at this time, but through all these life events like graduations and, you know, big birthdays and stuff like that, he would pull me aside and go, you know, this is not me and this is crazy, but your <laughs> godfather came to me yesterday. It was either one time it was in a dream. One time he just like heard him. He's like, he wanted me to tell you these specific things. He's like, and I don't know what they mean, but I have to tell you, it's like my, I, I can't live with myself until I tell you these things. And he's like shooken by it. And this man is six foot Aww. seven. And huge and you know like for him to be like shaky and mm -hmm. you know like upset to be like I have to do this this is like you know he's driven to do it and it was like wow <laughs> that's crazy it, and you know just all these things were coming through and mm -hmm. so I was getting a lot of signs and symbols but let, it was last maybe about a year and a half ago or closer to two years so my other uncle that I just spoke of, he has passed, he has passed away about maybe five years ago. And I, for some reason, something happened and I'm like, you guys are together and you're hanging out and you're back to your old tricks and making fun of me. And, you know, <laughs> just silly things like lights flickering, like I'd be saying something and lights would flicker. I'm like, oh, okay. It's just mm -hmm. like really silly things that were yeah. very, yeah. something they would do as like a joke to me when I was little. Mm -hmm. And whenever my godfather would play a joke on me, and both of them together too, and when I would catch them, they'd be like, oh, hi, uh, like, ha, ha, I'm sitting in the corner hiding from you, like, ha, ha. And so and I'm in the shower, and I'm like, guys are playing a joke on me, and I think I figured it out, and, you know, just please, I get the jokes, they're fun, but like, can we get serious now? If this is like real and you promise me you're going to come through, like I need to see it. <laughs> yeah. And it, in my bathroom, and I've never seen it before, I've lived here for 20 years, in my bathroom, engraved in, what, in the piece of um, the grout in between two mm -hmm. tiles, it says, hi, like engraved. <laughs> and, there's, and right below it, there's a cross. And then there's an infinity sign and it's all on my oh. Instagram. You could see it in the story. So I know for sure, like it was them and they were, you know, they were playing mm -hmm. a joke on me, but like, mm -hmm. like there's yeah, things. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. At that that are... For you to be at talk, you know, asking at that moment and then to see that and yeah, they're saying hi and they love you and it's, it's going to be okay. Yeah. Oh, I love yeah. it. So are the, Feathers, your are the feathers from your godfather, or does he does he have a specific sign? No, I mean, 
like I said, he plays jokes. So if there's yeah. something that happens and there's something like unexplainable and annoying, I'm like, all right, I got it. You're here and you're with me. <laughs> and I see that. There is a lot of light. I get a lot of light flickers, which I think is another uncle. Um, mm-hmm. But nothing. Oh. Yeah, I think Penny, somebody else said about him that Penny's is it for them. And my dad, too, he always feels like when he sees change that it's him. But a lot of people come to my dad in dreams. Which oh, is, really? Which is, yeah, which is cool. Mm-hmm. And for me, I don't really get a lot of dreams very randomly. But I do get 100 signs and symbols every day. And when we start, first mm-hmm. started talking, I went to sit on my couch and I looked at one of my pillows and there's a heart, a stained heart in the pillow. Uh-huh. So I was like, I was like all right. So I will definitely nice. Instagram that today. Yeah. So nice. Someone's I do. And, and I, yeah, I don't always specifically know who it is, but some. There are things where I'm like, I know that it's this person. And my friend, Nicole, mm-hmm. that passed away about 11 years ago, it was her birthday on the, 20, mm-hmm. on the 22nd. And she had this song at her wedding that I'm like, this is the most annoying song ever. And she's like, good, you're <laughs> going to hear it all, all the time. And I'm like, great. I mean, she knew she was going to die when she got married. She had was in stage four oh. cancer at that time. I mean, oh she God. thankfully last lived. Uh, she when they told her she had stage four cancer, she lived four and a half years after that. So, wow. Yeah. So wow. she got she lived like another. I would say like two and a half years, and I'm probably getting the time wrong. But she lived she lived for a while after she had gotten married. And yeah. So my friend. What was the song? It's okay. That, over the rainbow but it's like that like ukulele uh-huh. version i <laughs> i love that song oh i am like want to throw I up it every time i didn't oh to it but the little girls walked down to it <laughs> oh really? oh my god well it was they played it at the wedding it's okay it's like, okay it's not for everybody yeah with all the photos <laughs> and stuff you know like oh. i mean it was very nice it's just to me like ever since i've heard that Every time I've ever heard that song, I'm like, oh, it's annoying to me. But when I tell you, I cry like hysterical every time I hear it now because I know it's directly from her. And I very Mm -hmm. rarely hear it. But it was like two days ago, I was thinking about our podcast. And I'm like, well, I wonder if something's going to happen. And I'm playing on Instagram and I'm watching somebody's feed. And they're in Hawaii, and the song is on the radio in the car where they're filming, you know, taking a little video. Oh, from. my. And oh. I almost missed it. And I was like, wait a second. So I went back, and I sent it to my friend Anne. And I'm like, it's, it's the song, right? She's like, oh, yeah, totally. And I'm explaining oh. to her. She's like, that's crazy. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And did yeah. she send rainbows by any chance? I don't I mean, mind. she probably does. Uh, I know that just husband, to tease I, you. <laughs> I I think actually he posted something of a rainbow and and referenced Aww. referenced her. So yeah, I mean Aww. for other people for sure. Yeah, she was pretty special yeah. person, and she's one of those people that everybody was like, well, she was my best friend because <laughs> she oh, just yeah. was very very unique. Like she made sure her mm. time was with you was your time her time with you, and she was very very personal to every person. So she was really special and. You know, I'm really grateful. I'm, it's horrible that she's not with us, but at the same time, I'm so grateful that you know she's. I feel her presence so often, and it's really, it's really nice. Yeah. And 
Yeah. yeah. So it's good. It's a sign that we um, yeah, we were originally scheduled for the 22nd, which is her birthday, which mm. it didn't work out. But I feel like maybe we were supposed to talk on this day, but there was that hiccup just to be like, this is Nicole approved and she's going to be listening. Yeah. <laughs> it was originally totally... scheduled for her birthday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I totally. And Absolutely. I heard her voice, you know, when you were like, I'm so sorry if the reschedule. And I just hear her shoes, which is so funny. I just hear her being like, okay, no problem. Laughing. You know, she never got upset or anything. You know, everything was like, okay, no big deal. So fun. <laughs> so yeah, it was, I was, I love it's, it. it's great. Yeah. It's, it's good. Your Instagram is great. And I know that, you know, like we're, a lot of people get signs from someone specific and like, but a lot of people also just, you know, get them and feel like, you know, they just recognize them and know it's someone, but a specific one that you did get, which I loved was the Mary sticker. Oh, it's actually, uh, it, yeah. So I, I'm part of the Emmanuel community, which is mm-hmm. a fraternity of the church. Um, not everybody's heard of them. And I also, one of my, my main consulting client is the Emmanuel School of Mission. So they mm-hmm. invited me to a, a Holy Spirit retreat that was is actually at my parish. And so, so I'm like, yeah, 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 okay, I, I can do this. And we do this outpouring of the Holy Spirit over each other. And part of, you know, you, you just say what vision comes into your head for that person and you read scripture and, you know, it's very, very moving. And so at the end, they're like, you're definitely, there's definitely Mary is with you. Definitely. And I'm like, yeah, I think so. And so Mm -hmm. this woman gave me her medal, Mary medal. And Mm -hmm. she's like, you should hold it with you. And I, I keep it in my, in my bra. And I've had it for months and I lost it. And it's the miraculous medal. I'm sorry. I didn't have the word for it a few few seconds ago. (laughs) Um, So I lost it. And I was like, okay, this is about May, I think. And I'm like, okay, well, there's something. And I was like, Mary, I know you're with me. And I know that it probably went to somebody that needed it. But I know you're Mm going to come back to me. I know you're going to come back to me. And uh, I think it was like end of June, beginning of July, I was out for a run and I, I looked down and I saw something shiny and I thought it was just like a piece of aluminum or something. And it was underneath a rock. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you got to go back. And so I got to the end of the block and I went back and I got under the rock and it was this tiny miraculous metal. So oh. it was this tiny Mary under this rock that I just, by the corner oh. of my eye, saw. So I yes. knew that it was prayers that I had been praying. And I knew that she, I was like, I know you're going to come back to me. I mm-hmm. know it. And she mm-hmm. did. So, I mean, she's fabulous. Absolutely. And, <laughs> yeah. and it's so, so tiny. I thought it was a sticker. Tiny. You, there's like the picture is kind of like on your fingertip. Yeah. Um, so for you to spot that so tiny under a rock and, and, and mistake it for, I would have just kept running, but something told you to go back. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. When I first started really recording all the signs and symbols that I was getting, one of them, I was walking to adoration, and in the street was just this ink stain of a heart. But I took a picture of it because it was at night, 
and I, it looks like an angel. And I showed it to my godmother and she's like, oh my God, like I could see my father. And then I showed it to my dad. And he's like, I could see my aunt in here. And just, it changes faces for me all the time. I mean, but then I got it. I got the same thing almost a year later on the street and I have them side to side in my Instagram where you see it basically almost the same exact shape formed of this heart that's an angel and then I had it again but very very similar so you I definitely know that there's so many angels surrounding me and we all do we all Mm -hmm. have them surrounding us and Mm -hmm. you know we just sometimes have to really stop and pay attention to to our surroundings because they're there Mm -hmm. everywhere everywhere it's definitely a blessing and what I always try to do is every time I see one I I, I, the first person that comes to my head I say a prayer for them and I try to send it to that person if I can but you know I, I share them on Instagram because you know so many people have have come to me and said you have no idea I needed that today you have no idea I just how much that means to me and it's wonderful you know I feel like it is sort of my vocation to spread these messages to people and be able to give them some sort of support and it's Mm -hmm. yeah it's very very special and so that these books I really feel like the story told has touched a lot of people but I want them to know, like, people pass on and people get angry at each other. And, you, and we're here for such a short time. Like, you have to love each other and forgive and mm-hmm. just really know that when people pass on, they're always with you all the time. Mm-hmm. And just be okay with that. You know, like, it, it takes time. It's easier said than done when it's, you know, right, as I'm right. sitting here. <laughs> but It's true. It's yeah. True, it, I always say I never want to diminish anyone's grief. You know, I always say the best place for our loved ones to be is here with us on earth. I 100% get it, but it doesn't take away from the fact that they also are here in another form and sending you signs and you just have to ask and you can talk out loud to them anywhere. You don't have to go to their grave. You can talk and be with them anytime you want. Oh yeah. I loved precious and fragile things. And I, speaking of your determination, which we chatted about earlier, you wrote a book many years ago and had a horrible ex-boyfriend who ripped up a hard copy, had a virus on your computer so it couldn't be retrieved there, and then had it on a USB, but a client had to fry it to prevent data theft. I would take that as an indication that maybe this book should never see the light of day, but you took it, you said in, in the interview in, on Insight into Healing that you felt that it has to be written. It, it, it didn't deter you, which I love. You're so determined. Was that the book, or am I confusing it, but was that Precious and Fragile Things? Well, it was an evolution of it, I think. But I think mm-hmm. I really should tell that specific story the way it, it, it is in my head, because I never forgot it. I still don't, I haven't forgotten mm-hmm. it. It just, yeah. you know, you're right. At that time, it was just not meant to be, but, you know, it all led to a path. So, I'm grateful for yes, everything exactly. that happened, and I'm not. I have no regrets or upset. I only regret I have is that exactly. he's brought up in this conversation. Really <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Do you want me to <laughs> no, it's fine. It's, to- okay. it's totally fine. Um, but it it was all meant to be because maybe if you still had that book somewhere, the book that you were meant to write and meant to release at this time never would have fit. You would have relied, you know, like oh, I already wrote a book, so let me make this one good and release it into the world and maybe it wasn't that book's time and we we would have never seen precious and fragile things so 
it kind of had to, everything always, when you look back, I feel like had to happen the way it happened to make us learn what we had to learn, but also the time, timing is everything. And I think, you know, maybe it just had to all happen that way without a doubt. You know, they always say, let go and let God, you know, you try to plan and you try to do things. And, you know, I've learned through my spirituality that anything bad that happens, there's a reason for it. And, you know, in the moment, it, it, it could be hurtful. It could just suck. With <laughs> but, mm-hmm, you know, yeah. one of my favorite, um, I, I do a lot of uh, visual meditation. So I, mm-hmm. I saved some quotes and stuff. And one is from Victoria Olstein that says, you know, when something bad's going on, you know, instead of dwelling in the bad, just keep asking God, what is it that I could bring you joy in this situation? And it's all a season, right? So mm-hmm. bad things happen, good things happen, and you go on all different upswings and you go in lulls. So when you're in a bad place or in a bad situation, you know, it's just a season and that there are upswings mm-hmm. right behind it. So, you know, yeah. I really try to stay in that focus. And so when something bad happens, you know, I've, I've learned to deal with it so much better of just deep breaths mm-hmm. and just keep saying, you know, Jesus, I trust in you. This is your plan. And and lean on all those signs and symbols and lean on your angels to just be like, can you help me get through this? Can you just be with me? And I've learned a good thing to do is like before you go to bed is to ask for your angels you know, that have passed mm-hmm. and can you guide me today? Yeah. Can you help me? Like I, today was a good day. I want tomorrow to be a better day. Like just help me get there. Yeah. And I, you know, I really do rely on those signs and symbols. I do. I will say, because I've had some pretty hard times and if I didn't have them and know that there's so much love, like they only want good things for you. And you have to remember mm-hmm. that bad things happen, bad things happen, but God only wants good things to happen for you all the time. So just know that something really good is going to happen and people are with you, your cheerleaders. So absolutely. Absolutely. And so anyone who wants to read your books and I highly recommend precious and fragile things can find all of your books on Amazon, right? Correct. And you can find it through my website, which is very hard to spell. So it's debbykrasuski.com. But my Instagram is D-B-B-Y-K-R-U-S-Z, and you, my link is in my Instagram. Perfect. And I will have links to your website, Instagram, and links to all your books on Amazon in the show notes. I can't thank you enough. Yes, thank you so much. This is wonderful. Thank you for listening to Signs from the Other Side. You can find me, Fern Rone, on all social media at Fern Rone, R-O-N-A-Y, and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so there can be more episodes of Signs from the Other Side in the future. Thank you again, and sweet dreams.